The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with your favorite guy and mine, host of the militant moderate, my friend, Paul Michael Boland. G'day, Paul. Hello, hello. And who are, what are we talking about today? Um, a whole bunch of stuff. I did want to start and say uh, I'm, I'm going to give a, like a free plug out here. I know I've had a lot of filmmakers ask me how to handle the returns and things. We were talking about this before the break. Uh, um, I'm, I am unwilling it. to get into the new tax codes and returns. Yeah. But if you're filing it yourself for the first year having to deal with this new system, don't use TurboTax. Use H&R Block and get your audit, um, audit security on it. It's only like $30. They're not paying me to say this. I'm telling you. It's a new tax code. Don't make any mistakes. It's worth the 30 bucks for your audit insurance because you file it through them and they protect you if you get audited. Makes sense. So so do that. It doesn't go into full effect until next year. Um, it's been really, really interesting. I've got people asking me about, you know, Stormy Daniels. We're not talking about that. I've got people talking, you know, asking about Stormy Daniels' attorney getting threatened. We're not talking about that. Um, so I can give you a list of what we're not talking about, mm-hmm. and that would probably be shorter. But I do want to talk a little bit about Stephen Hawking because he was incredibly influential in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he did a lot of different cameos. Uh, I know the joke was that for a while that he talked like, you know, he. His way of communication basically sounded like, you know, the E.T. speak and spell thing. But, you know. It, it does. <laughs> um, I, I found I'm I'm really upset. I, I was a little offended by Kirstie Alley's response. I know she's a hardcore Scientologist. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys are out there and you're a Scientologist, I don't mean to offend you, but I'm happy to help you get out of your cult. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're not going to find that offensive at all. Yeah. Yeah, so I've, um, so she she put up a remark that essentially said, "Oh, oh well, thanks for trying." <laughs> I was like, he he really he really we, know, we just like, lost Albert Einstein. <laughs> like, fuck what, you. <laughs> what do you what do you? Thanks for trying. Yeah. I, I to to who's that directed towards? I don't get uh, that. To, that was Kirstie Alley. I'll I'll pull up the full quote, but essentially it was a very dismissive um, here Kirstie Alley's tweet about Stephen Hawking mm-hmm. uh, it, it was really just kind of a, a dismiss it was bizarre it was disrespectful and it was because she kind of lambasted yeah that pretty much describes her personality in general so you know. <laughs> bizarre I, I don't I don't know what she was thinking um <laughs> Everyone's blasting her for being heartless. I don't know. I maybe it was for PR. Hey, we're talking about it, right? So there it, you go. Yeah. When was the last uh, time we talked about Christy Alley? 
Because, yeah, it was, uh, so it was, you had a good go at it. Thanks for your input. Okay. That works. Yeah. Moving I, on. I really liked Stephen Hawking. Personally, um, I've read his books with a thesaurus I, next to me because I am not yeah, that smart. Yeah, I <laughs> tried. My God. <laughs> Get a thesaurus, sit it next to you. That's what I had to do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I, wow, this is a lot of heavy lifting. So, yeah, no, I, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, the one it, that saddened it, me was Neil deGrasse Tyson's response. He was, he was damn near heartbroken. And you'd have to think that I, you, I guess Stephen Hawking would be an inspiration for him. He, he wasn't? He was. Oh, of course. Okay, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, that I'm, I'm a little thrown by that, and I'm getting a lot of tweets right now. Um, I'm sorry if you don't like that I lambast uh, Scientology, but I lambast all religion in some way, shape, or form. So uh, uh, it's okay. an equal opportunity <laughs> offender when it comes to that. Yeah, so yeah. it's fine. Um, I'm just, you know, I, I don't think Stephen Hawking... I don't think dismissing him was a good idea. I do think he was our generation's Albert Einstein. We've got everyone talking about Vanessa Trump. All right. Junior. Well, I she, I mean, she was the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's some white powder was sent to her and her family, and they yeah, uh, yeah it turned out to be nothing. But uh, I guess the whatever it came in kind of gave the impression that it was anthrax. So, yeah, I don't think she can take this this madness that is going on. I'm surprised she could take the madness in the family. Speaking of madness, I want to jump she married, into... She married basically the mini Gordon Gecko. I mean, I dear know. Lord. The guy, <laughs> it's like, I want to look exactly like Michael Douglas from Wall Street. How you doing? You know, I, was going, like, I would uh, think more American uh, Psycho. He's more American Psycho to me. <laughs> just, just an observation. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go from one emotionally constipated family to another. Uh, um, so Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel's uh, wedding's coming up. Mm -hmm. And so for those that don't know that are about to slam me, I'm actually uh, a loyalist to the royals. So deal. <laughs> uh, but that I still get to make fun. This is absolutely ridiculous. What is ridiculous? The, that America is making such a big deal over... Like, these aren't your royals. You threw them out. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> like, you didn't, you didn't want the royal family. The rest of us kept them. Why are you all so excited? You well, can explain this to me, Paul. Explain this to me. Because at this... Kicked them out. Well, let me put it this way. At this point, I think our royal family might very well be the Kardashians. So as I'm long sorry. as anyone else is in that position, I'm okay with it. I've just, I'm astounded that America's so hooked on this. And it's not just because he's marrying the Yank. Like, I uh, really like Meghan Merkel. Uh -huh. um, they did the same thing over Kate Middleton. You guys did it over Diana. Mm -hmm. You know, it, Americans, you guys go nuts for the royals. We, well, we and like, I mean, <laughs> because we can, because they don't rule us at all. You know, there's nothing, there's no real, there's no skin in that game. So we can simply just look at it for the soap opera that it is. See, I like having a royal family. I got to say that. And isn't for a while, at least, at least maybe for a weekend in every little girl's life, they want to become a princess? Um, not really. That's an American thing. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's the Americans like it. I mean, now, granted, I'm not saying every woman wanted to be, but for at least one weekend, you did. To me, I can say for a, a good two week, I think for a good two week period back in 1982, I wanted to be a princess. Yes, it was a confusing life and it was a confusing time in my life. But, you know, what are you going to do? <clears throat> I was raised that princesses have to follow the royal rules. They have to behave a certain way. They can't do this. I, I kind of grew up knowing the rules. Yeah, and, and America seems doesn't really like stifling rules. to me. Like, yeah, America, not- America, we don't, we don't, rules? Who needs rules? We don't have rules. This is, this is America. Come on. America. No, mm-hmm. I, I get it, but I... I never wanted to be a princess. Don't get me wrong. I still think Harry's hot. And I think he and Meghan Markle make an adorable couple. Um, for, for maybe even just for like six hours out of a day, maybe back in like 99, you didn't want to have be a princess for even after I that. I wanted to be a witch. I wanted to be a fairy. I wanted to have magical powers. I wanted to be Samantha from Bewitched. Like I wasn't okay. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't big into the princess thing because I was raised with my grandmother. If she ever hears this, she'll kill me. Flicking at the back of my hands or smacking me, saying "Sit up straight." Mm. You'll never, or you'll never have tea with the queen. I was raised on what it means to have manners. Like we've, um, my family is in politics now. When I was younger, my mom was with the American Society. So Bill Clinton came over to Australia. We had to go to these events, so we had to go to these events at the governor's, you know, the governor's board and the governor's mansion and the mayor's things. And when the royals would come, like this is a nightmare for me. <laughs> like, I, I was raised with so many rules. I went to an all girls Catholic school. I had, you know, a coming out when I was sixteen. I was raised with such stricture that any more, and I would have jumped off a cliff because I am not well behaved. I mean, Alexis, Alexis <laughs> yeah, is starting a swear jar for this show. Every time I swear or cuss, as you guys call it, I have to give uh-huh. it a charity. That's the new plan. <laughs> like, I'm I, not involved. I'm not. I'm not involved in that, right? No, so. you don't have to do that. It's every time I swear, she's trying to clean up my mouth. Um, I've been working with the men for too long. She's trying to lady me up, and that's oh shit, Biddle's fuck bitch. So no, none of <laughs> that. So I didn't, I didn't. Uh, did I help a charity by doing that? No. Uh, okay, fair uh, enough. Get me this. <laughs> so we're starting that next week. Um, she's mm. she's setting that up, but it's every time I swear it's a quarter to charity, and you know I I spent my whole life under those strictures, so I think the idea of being a princess to me isn't what it is to an American girl. I didn't think of Cinderella. I thought, mm-hmm. well, it's the woman that's stuck never gets to work again. Well, I think everybody, I think, you know, every girl may want to see, uh, may want to think, you know, Princess, that doesn't seem to be a bad gig, like right after they saw some sort of a Disney movie. Yeah, but all of those girls have a shit upbringing. So to be a princess... Mm. In the real world, you have to follow every stricture under the sun. And mm-hmm. I can't even avoid having a potty mouth. So that wouldn't work. And then in a Disney princess flick. Right. So and I don't and we don't know if Megan I don't we don't know if Meghan Markle has some evil stepsisters. She know. doesn't, but she does have a dirty mouth. I know quite a few people that have worked with us, so that's gonna be a hard one. But she's ah. also a really nice human being. Um so and in the Disney films, and she's pet- doing and and come on, she's marrying a ginger. So you know, thank you. See, okay. I think he's the hottest one. Like to me, he's the hottest royal. But I like redheads. That's a like, <laughs> thing. Um, 
but in the Disney films, the princesses are always with the, like, their parents are dead. That's the prerequisite. You have right. to be orphaned right. and abused. Like, I, I adopt kids to get them out of that situation. I wouldn't want to be in it. So you have to have PTSD and mm. severe attachment issues growing up. Then out of desperation, the only way to escape is to run to some dude that's going to make it better for you. But not only have full control of your life because he's your husband, and let's face it, it's the Middle Ages. Yeah, but like he's some the prince. like some stranger that you wake up after you've been you know asleep for years, kissing you. So, okay, you know. well, actually, he raped her. She choked on an apple. He raped her while she was giving birth. The babies dislodged the apple, and she woke up. And then his wife tried to feed them the children to her and the king in a pie. And he had his wife killed, and then married Sleeping Beauty. That's the I, version. Oh, the Grimm's fairy tale version. Yeah, there's a reason they were called Grimm. All right. Yes, I love the Grimm tales. <laughs> but that's well, I remember my mother. My mother like thinking, picking that up when I was like five, and read us Handel and Gretel when I was like five or six years old, and it scared the living crap out of me. Mine was uh, Rose White and Rose Red. Uh, fair enough. I'm they not terrified familiar. me. Uh, yeah. And the little kettle that boiled, and like, oh, I grew up on Grimm's. When I found out the little mermaid got turned into sea foam, I I was yelling at the at the Disney version because I'm little watching it. And my dad's telling me the Grimm's tale. Like, he's telling me the story of the Little Mermaid. I'm now yelling at this Disney princess saying, that's not how it ends. You shy, run. Yeah, nobody would find that kind of behavior anywhere near nutty. Not a little bit. So, and anyway, (coughs) I don't like the idea of losing my parents. And, Mm. um, yeah, in real life, it's just, it's Well, I don't. I don't think Megan had to go through any of that. And now she's marrying a ginger. So well, yeah. she's also not marrying somebody in line for the title. So she's cool. Isn't he in line for the title? Well, I know like a lot of things would have to happen for him to get there, but isn't uh, know. yeah, but he's way down. He's beat so. out by uh, his uh, the royal his Royal Highness Prince Charles, uh, his William <coughs> Prince, Prince George mm-hmm. and Princess Charlotte. Yeah, his and brother's then there's kid, a pen baby kid. on the way. Yeah, the, the, his brother's kids get in the... Get like, five the, people have to die before his king. It's just not worth it. Um, we have well, to go- I think a couple of million have to die before you and I even get in the running. So, you know. I think it's like 74 for me. Mm, fair enough. Fair um, enough. We actually have to learn this shit as kids. And I wouldn't be, my brother would be. So a lot more would have to die and you'd have to kill out a lot more lions. Because I have a brother, and we were born mm-hmm. before the law was changed to say that it's the firstborn child, not the firstborn male. So, <laughs> I don't know why we're taught this stuff. I can name every king in order since William the Conqueror, and I can trace my family back to William the Conqueror. Like, this is important where I come from. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why we got on this. I'm depressed. It's bad enough. I'm going to Tasmania to make a documentary with my dad. We were kicked Crappy out. Crappy taxes, <laughs> shit, Stephen Hawking's dead, and... I'm never going to become a princess. Yes, yeah, I don't okay, become a princess. Sure. I want to be Samantha from Bewitched, except I would turn Darren into a house cat. <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Dr. Ross. I'm Sam Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin, bitching today about all things Hollywood and Royal. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. 
Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with... Your favorite guy and mine, my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. And I'd like to welcome to the show my favorite doctor, my personal doctor, and our weight loss guru, Dr. Russ. Dr. Russ, welcome to the show. Dr. Russ? Yes, thank you. There he is. Hi. I'm like, wait, did I break the phone again? Did, did I break this again? Nah, he just wanted to give us a dramatic pause. How are you doing oh. today, Doc? Oh, I'm well, thank you. How are you guys? Eh, you know, a different day, same narcotics. So, you know. <laughs> I am doing well. Um, Paul, Paul is stoned, so everyone's kind of the same way they, they usually are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some interesting write-ins today. And our first one, I have to tell you, Alicia, the first person that has written in, has written this question in two dozen times. So we're finally getting around to it. Um, after I got a really cranky email because she wrote in a lot. In hmm. your professional opinion, does a low carb or low fat diet make you weight lose? Uh, does a low carb diet or a low fat diet make you lose weight quicker? From Alicia in Oakland, California. Oh, this isn't the chick that wrote in a dozen times. I thought it was. Hang on, it's like wrong one. Well, we might as well go for that. But one. yes, we're going for this question. Yeah, that's a good question, uh, Alicia. Low fat diets uh, generally are ineffective. You may lose some weight, uh, but you'll gain it back. That's how it is with all these deprivation-type diets. Uh, Low-carb diets, on the other hand, will generally uh, 
lead to weight loss. And I'm not talking about no carbs. I'm talking about low carbs. Um, so I would opt for uh, a low-carb diet. Uh, by the way, there are drawbacks to rapid weight loss, such as gallstones, uh, hardening of the arteries. Um, a healthy rate of weight loss is about five pounds a month. I like that. I want to lose um, 60 pounds and wake up with uh, Kate Upton's body. That's that's the that's the magic trick that I want. Uh, um, I know some people who could probably arrange that. Oh, I you don't, don't want her no, actual. No, you don't I want don't want her, her body. body. No. You want to look like her body. Okay, got it. Yeah. No, no, no. You okay. get pulled. You get a timeout. <laughs> you really, you, you really have to make that. Pull. You know, you know, you have to be specific <laughs> with me on these things. All right, I'm just saying, I have a pass. All right, so. <laughs> Go to the corner, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Russ, our next question is from Jeanette in Las Vegas, Nevada. Also the same place, the gentleman, Scott Haskin, that does the music for this show is, so if you like the music, go on to scotthaskin.com. Um, Jeanette's question is, can you lose weight by imagining the fat melting off of your body while meditating? Jeanette, I'm surprised you're not in Sedona. <laughs> well, this is an unproven technique, but uh, there's no harm in trying. Um uh, as is said in Zen Buddhism, don't just do something, sit there. So uh, along the same lines. I like that. And Ooh. our next question is from Miguel in Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts. I currently eat and have eaten for the last three months 500 calories a day, but I cannot lose weight. Why is this and is it healthier to try and diet this way? Well, this is my favorite question, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I, I'd surmise that uh, Miguel is consuming 500 calories that are uh, primarily carbohydrate. Uh, the understanding that weight loss scientists have on this subject is that the type of food you ingest will have an impact on your weight loss or, or your weight gain the number of calories matter less than the type of food you eat. Proteins and fats, while they are rich in calories, relative to carbohydrates are less obesogenic. They're less likely to uh, cause you to gain weight. They're more metabolically neutral. Carbs, on the other hand, uh, it's like a lock and key will trigger uh, weight gain. In physics, uh, we know that energy can neither be created or destroyed, but in biologic systems, there are differences in, uh, in how these different foods are metabolized, and that explains why uh, carbohydrates will cause obesity, whereas fats and proteins do not. That actually makes a lot of sense so it's a transfer versus a burn okay that is very very interesting um and that, that's gonna... my favorite question as i was saying because it really does uh, uh enable people to understand the difference between one sort of a diet and another sort of a diet uh, i'm not a conspiratorialist but back in the 40s and the 50s 
General Mills, Kellogg's, they had a lot of grains on their hands, and they decided that they were going to finance studies to prove that fats caused people to gain weight. They promoted low-fat diet, and in doing so, obviously, people would consume more carbs, and they could sell more oats and, and wheat and rice, etc., the, the carbohydrate-type uh, foods which make people gain weight. So I, I like Miguel's question. So, Miguel, courtesy of Dr. Russ, we'll be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. For everyone else, you can get your own copy at Amazon.com, AuthorHouse.com. You can get it at a good God, just Google Palm Springs Diet. It's everywhere. Um, Dr. Russ, do you want to talk a little bit about, we only have a couple of minutes left. Do you want to talk a little bit about the new Palm Springs Diet, or do we want to donate a whole segment to that coming up? Well, I would just say that uh, it's a... uh a product that's available now, and we could include a uh, uh, a, uh, a sample to the the winner, the winning question um, that uh, you can carry around in your pocket. It's actually a spray. It's not a pill. People don't want to take pills anymore. So when you have that hunger pain or the food craving, just spray the Palm Springs Diet under the under your tongue and and uh, it'll go away. So instead of eating a whole bag of cookies, you just eat one or a half gallon of ice cream, you can just have a teaspoonful. So that's, cool. it's a good way to uh, reduce your, your carbohydrate intake and lose some weight. And so, we can and use that. Thank you. Um, thank you very much, um, for the opportunity to uh, visit with your listeners today, Summer. You're great. Paul, you're great. Have a great weekend. You too, Dr. Russ. We look forward to having you on next week. And Miguel, courtesy of Dr. Russ, will be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet and a tube of the new Palm Springs Diet. Um, We'll be back with Dr. Russ next week talking about everything healthy, wealthy, and wise. And we'll get you guys some information on how to get your own Uh, your own bottle or your own spray of the new Palm Springs diet. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Guys, when when we come back, we are going to be on with Edie Hand. She is a businesswoman. She's Elvis Presley's cousin, and she's a whole hell of a lot across Hollywood. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We are on with my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin, host of The Militant Moderate. A special thank you to Dr. Russ and the Palm Springs Diet. We will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? 
Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. Guys, if you want to check out The Militant Moderate, you could find it on, Paul? Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and of course, uh, our YouTube channel, The Militant Moderate, and of course, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, that kind of stuff. And we always put up a link so you can follow that. I would like to welcome our special guest today. She's a businesswoman, a speaker, a media personality, a filmmaker, an international author, she is cousin to Elvis Presley. She starred in national commercials, daytime soaps. She's hosted numerous radio shows, television shows. She was CEO of Hand in Hand Advertising, founder of the Edie Hand Foundation. She works on special film projects with her son, actor, Link Hand. Mm, friend um, of the show. She's a friend. Of, yep, Link, Link is a friend of the show. He breaks the network and gets me lots of pictures from nude girls whenever he comes on. It's really disturbing. Um, her philosophy and of I life. I wish she would share. Okay. Her <laughs> philosophy in life get is how, because they come to my my email and I have to tell people they're not going to link. Um, her philosophy of life is when hard times come, find a way to turn them into beautiful situations. Edie, welcome to the show. Oh. Thank you so much, Summer and Paul. I'm telling you what you'd make. And I, I, I want this uh, doctor's uh, diet. I'm telling you, Summer, I'm with you. We need... To get lean and mean this summer, I'm in. <laughs> All right, I'll, I will. I will get a copy of the Palm Springs Diet from Dr. Russ and send it to you. It's actually fantastic. It. Um, I, ha- I have chemically induced lupus, and I don't get sick anymore after following his diet. I don't have flare-ups. I don't have any of that. That is so, awesome. And you, you know, it. Wherever we are, and whatever our work is, there's nothing. Not all of us want to look good and feel good, no matter what stage of life you're in. So, yes, I enjoyed that very much, and we're all looking for something that can help keep us on that balance uh, in our lives. So, anyway, it's great to be with you guys today. Now, it's wonderful to be with you. I know you've got a whole lot going on. So, can you tell everyone real quick what you've got going on? And then I'm just going to blast you with about 800 questions. And I'm sorry for talking about girls sending pictures to Link when we have him on the show. Well, I mean, every I mother keep... wants to hear that her son's being sent nude pictures. That's just I'm right sorry. at the top of their list. Yeah. <laughs> they're, but they're, they're well, I am very proud of, of my son. Yes. I'm worried but, they're not coming to me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tell him to transfer them. I mean, Paul, you probably you sound like you probably need it. But anyway, I'm telling you that I, I don't know how to take that. Exci- but okay, moving on. 
Yeah, I'm just telling call you, like it is. That next week, Paul, you should come to the come south to Nashville, Tennessee. We are having a big event called Southern Women in Film and Television. It's called Swift. Um, if people want to check it out, it certainly is Swift uh, Summit dot net n e t s u m m i t for Summit. It is a a time for people to network, to get together, and share film information as well as how to make a film, how to write uh, a script, uh, a screenplay, a book, um, ways to help people to market it. We also have um, different uh, programs, like we have a Women of True Grit dinner, uh, which we are the icon of Lori Morgan. She's a big country music star in Nashville that will be honored and former uh, cover girl and uh, actress with John Wayne is Jennifer O'Neill. So she will be there. So a lot of great things with this. And what I'm very excited about is on Sunday morning, we're going to, I am going to share from Graceland to God's Amazing Grace, uh, sharing my experience as a young girl at 16. Our grandmothers were sisters. Our grandmother lived at Graceland and what it was like. Um, what I learned, my lessons from life of that, as well as to what changed the course of my life. Uh, and then we have some uh, clips from I Can Only Imagine, Beautifully Broken, and God Is Not Dead 3, which are the producers of these films will be there to, so it will be moderated. And it is a time for music. Uh, my sweet uh, daughter-in-law, uh, Victoria Renee Plummer, will be singing A Better Tomorrow that is in my documentary of The Last Ride. So there you go. There's my 60-second infomercial. <laughs> well, I think it's a wonderful event, and everyone should be should go out to it. It's a yearly event, right? Well, if this is the first year, yes, it will be a yearly event. And Summer uh, is being honored as one of our Women of True Grit Um Coming up this next year, we're, we'll ha- you know, we are just getting started, and it's women from, from New Orleans, Georgia, uh, Kentucky, Alabama, where I live, uh, to Tennessee, uh, and this is a great way to get started. To, and we also, the, the funds go to the uh, Art Institute and education programs for young women and men in film that are trying to get their projects done. So we have a scholarship fund that we have that we donate to this uh, just through the women's group in Nashville. But this, they will be awarded this particular night at our Women of True Grit banquet. And as you know, Summer, I wrote the book, Women of True Grit. I interviewed over 40 great women, like the first Brigadier General to Beardus Vieira. And when Phyllis Diller, I had the pleasure of getting to know her before she left this earth, but she was an awesome comedian, and I have a lot of great women like that, and we're creating a take to a second book that uh, women like yourself, Summer, that have had great accomplishments that can mentor to young women and teach them how to get from trials to triumphs in their life, so that I'm very excited about, and I have that on my edhand.com site, and so I hope people will come, and uh, they can uh, learn more about it, like I said, online at the Swift Summit net and I do have a link to it from my edhand.com site. And we can of course put up a link to it from the show. What what got you into this? I mean you you've been in entertainment, your son is a phenomenal actor. You've been in entertainment forever. What got well, you into this? For over 40 years, you know, I am seasoned, that's for sure, but I in <laughs> college and I think being around growing up around Elvis and I I loved his 
art of giving back. As a young girl, I, I was fascinated with, I was present when he'd given a yacht to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to make a difference for kids with cancer. I am a numerous survivor of cancer and understanding the importance of getting second, third chances in life. Um, I, this helped me at a young age to want to to do that as I grew older and after college I was more involved in theater and television and writing and producing. I owned my own advertising agency for 35 years and you know you have to be very diverse when you own an agency and you learn a lot about a lot of people and you know, we hosted our own radio and television shows, and I just was blessed to have a beautiful network through the women of radio and television, which started back in Washington, D.C., and the New York chapter, and, you know, back in the early 50s, and I was a part of that in the 70s during my college, early college years, and it just made a difference in my life, so I realized that mentorship and paying life forward is a big deal. So that's how I got started and just stayed in it. And Link was around it all of his life through the commercial arm of it. And I saw he had a special uh, gift to communicate uh, on camera and off. As you well know, Summer, yes. that's very important. And, and as a businesswoman, to be able to tell one's story and be able to transfer that into writing as well as film or television there are different arts to that, and I'm fascinated with it. Now, I that that's incredible. What what advice would you give to young girls who want to get into this, who want to get into the entertainment industry, who want to get into advertising, which is very much still a man's business? Well, to me, um, I, I learned what was had worked for me, and I see working for other young girls is getting involved in an association that you feel you can trust and you can be educated with, such as American Women in Radio and Television is now Alliance for Women in Media, which is headquartered in Kentucky now. They transferred from the D.C. office. But the Alliance for Women in Media, and I helped them to start the Gracie Awards, which was 42 years ago, is that that to me, getting involved in an association, uh, going to events like this summit, you network and you, you, you sift through it. You, you listen, you find out what your focus is, and I think that helps one's parents feel comfortable in that if you're around groups of individuals that are being successful and they can mentor one to make life better, that, that to me is a great way to do it, and then it just helps you to learn what you need to learn and if you go on and further your education, and, you know, there's so much in the arts today in private uh, institutions as well as, you know, at the universities, you know, of where I graduated from and others is I think that that's, education is such a beautiful thing. And these kids, there's not as much for the arts. That's why we have to create these foundations or these scholarships and help young people. But they need to get out and meet people like you and me, Summer, that care about them. <laughs> It's true. It's very, very true. It's uh, it's very different than it used to be. We've got yeah. uh, a lot of write-ins from Twitter now. One of the questions we have is, after being in media for so long, did you see the Me Too movement coming? Wow. Now, that is a that is a great question. Uh, the Me Too movement, there's no doubt it was coming. Uh, when I was a young woman and um, had some pretty good looks, um, I 
I tell you what helped me to avoid that me too was my body language. And sometimes when you don't have the confidence instilled in you, you think you have to do something to get something else. And we don't have to. It's, I think we need to help young women to instill the confidence in themselves that it's okay to say no. And I, I think them. that today that young women are standing up, this Me Too is helping them to realize they don't have to say yes. They can say no. And you can walk away from one thing, young women, if you're listening, and there will be something else. It may not be tomorrow or the next day, but it will come. You stay true to who you are. And I always did, and I am proud of what legacy I have left behind, even in my hometown museum, to my books that I've been privileged to write with, is that I could count on my hand one time in these 40-something years of someone that had an inappropriate advancement to me, but I never experienced what I've listened to some of these other women experience. It makes me very sad, and I hurt for them. And all you can do is say, you don't have to continue it. I just tell everyone, carry pepper spray, and if nobody's listening, call me, because I'll take their side and kick ass. But hey, there you go. <laughs> but it's so um, true. I mean, and you know, it's just hard. You just have to, if you don't have enough confidence in yourself, call someone, like you said, like a friend or a summer or someone like myself that would say, no, you don't have to do that. This isn't your only path. So it's getting to be different out there today. And I think that men and women are reevaluating their actions. And people that are just, mean folks, they're not going to change. You know, it just is what it is. But you have to, if you want something to change, you have to change it yourself. I agree with that. I think I think the Me Too movement, and I think a lot of these uh, women's movements are well past due. It's still a very male-dominated industry. Um, yes. But I think, and I've got people writing in right now, and I do want to say, saying that Me Too, and I'm going to interrupt this this flow on Twitter real quick. It isn't just women. Even Terry Crews was assaulted, and he is a big ass dude. Former NFL linebacker. Former NFL linebacker. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's not just women. So girls writing in on Twitter. I it, it's not like a man like, chill on no. the man hating. It happens to men and women in entertainment. Yes. So just 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 take a beat, it girls. Is. Take and a when beat. you're successful. And when you're attractive, Paul, don't you agree? I mean, it doesn't matter, man or woman. Um, yeah. When you walk in and people turn heads, and some of you've lived that way, and you know what that's like, and you just have to carry yourself with confidence if you don't want something to be go further, you know? And, and, and again, it doesn't mean it won't happen. It just means you have the confidence. And, Paul, and have you not had that experience? Either a male or a female? Ah, as far as like attracting uh, once, it was weird. Once, yeah. yeah. I think I think the best example I've uh, I've I've heard of this or I've seen personally was um, my assistant got cornered by a product partner in a hotel room a few years back. Uh, they con they they cornered uh, this this hotel mogul cornered Alexis. And wow. she came back because I just sent her to get a contract signed. 
she came back worried I was going to fire her because I didn't get she didn't get the contract signed, and I was just con, you know and I was concerned with uh, essentially burning his business to the ground for touching Alexis. Um, so, so everyone has different priorities, but if, if if you're in a position where someone's doing that to you, call the police. If you're in a position where your boss expects you to tolerate it. Call the police. Like that's that's just call the police. Um, I mean, it's true. It's there, diff- there is help. I mean, I know sometimes it doesn't seem like it is, but there is help. There is help, and sometimes the first person might not be the right one, but you keep calling till you get something that makes a difference for you. I mean, we know there's extenuating circumstances that uh, you know we could talk about that for a long time, but they and that makes me sad. And we know of children. Uh, young adults. I mean, I live in an area here in Birmingham, Alabama, that statistically between Highway 20 in Birmingham, Alabama, and Atlanta, Georgia, that they say this is one of the highest trafficking areas in the country, country. which just blew my mind. And um, for runaways or for different situations or kidnappings or different things. And I think if I could end on this, it would be that in today's society, no matter if it's me too or you or what's going on, is be aware of your surroundings. Just be more aware of your surroundings wherever you go. And I'm would, always packing. I'm a southern woman that packs. <laughs> no, I get it. It's. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I think that's important too. You need to protect yourself, and you need to make sure you don't get taken advantage of. That's right. That's right. Um, our next question is: What was your worst experience in entertainment? Well, pardon. I'm sorry. What, what was, was your my... worst experience in entertainment? And then our next question is: What was your best? Okay. Well, I think my worst experience in entertainment uh, was in fundraising for a film and being betrayed when you have, you think you have X number of dollars and then perhaps a partner or someone takes that money from you. I think that was probably my worst experience of being betrayed. I'm the best of us. Give me their yeah. name. I'll make sure they never work again. <laughs> off, 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 off air. Off air. <laughs> yeah. You can um, and my best, You want to know my best experience? I tell you, one of my truly best experiences um, is in the last um, year that I met a couple of wonderful men that, uh, matter of fact, were in Los Angeles, and Link and I had a luncheon with these men, and I'd met them unexpectedly as men of their word at a um, gathering in Malibu. And it was, we were at some sort of fundraiser or to listen to information, but it was someone then that saw a book in my hand I'd written and was interested and said, oh, I didn't know that was you. Um, could we have coffee? And I look at Link and he's like, you know, they got to be okay or they wouldn't be in this house. <laughs> so we felt that way. We met with them. For, and to me, to my surprise, they've turned into be such honorable men and people that have mentored my son and that I feel good to be a part of. So that's been one of my brightest experiences with them. And I think one of my most on-camera greatest experiences is being what I've done with my television shows in the past. I mean, I've retired from a lot of things. You know, when you're getting it closer to, you know, 
on up there. I'm, you know, I'm 67, but I'm a young 67. <laughs> but I say that um, it's being able to give back to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and work with all of these country music artists that have a passion for kids, uh, the country kids, as they call it, that was founded by Danny Thomas with his daughter, Terry Thomas, that lives there in Beverly Hills. And I, it is my great privilege to know Terry. And she is like the mama of the West for my son. She's, they treat my son like family. So that has been my greatest experience that's come out of On the Air and being a part of a family like that that really treat us like family. It's wonderful. Um, I need to give a quick shout out to my sponsors and to the people that own me in some way, shape or form, be it my hair, my leg or the clothes on my back. I want to give a quick shout out to Adrian Alcantar Hair Studio in Palm Springs, California. Thank you for always making me look fabulous for red carpets. LA's Lip Squad. Guys, if you want 24-hour lipstick, 24-hour makeup, the stuff does last. Um, LA's Lip Squad is now doing all of my makeup for red carpets and events, and the stuff does last 24 hours. Give it a go. We'll put up a link. Aspen Mills Bread Company, AZ Corpse Crew, Floats, Therapy Spa, Huntington Beach, Livestream Blood Bank, Please Give Blood, uh, True Rest, Sedona and Las Vegas, Scott Haskin, who does the music for this show, True Tone Paint. And I do want to say our giveaways this week, my giveaway is the 24-hour lipstick and a float at True Rest, Sedona or Las Vegas. And Alexis's giveaway is sex pants. They are pants you can have sex in. I am going to – Alexis, you are not going to be choosing giveaways. How many, how many pairs of those pants did we get? Three. She's grounded. Jesus. Alexis, you either start picking better giveaways or you're not allowed to do giveaways on the show. Alexis' question for the week is a f- I, I'll post it online and I'm not even saying that on air because I have too much respect for Miss Edie. Alexis, you're grounded. Um, <laughs> if you what guys do you do can tell seasoned, me. What do you do for seasoned women that just want to think about it? I don't know. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. This for the LA Lip Squad. If you want your own 24-hour lipstick or a float in Sedona or Vegas, write in and tell me the name of Miss Edie's first book, Edie Han's first book, and you can win your own LA 24-hour lipstick. It's really good. It's from LA's lip, LA Lip Squad. It's great on the red carpets. Um, Miss Edie, I'm sorry, I'm not reading off Alexis's uh, question because she's very, very bad. I have far too much respect for you to do that. Um, Alexis, you get a timeout. Now I'm going to jump and say, Miss Edie, we have about four minutes to close. If people want to follow you, if they have questions, where and how can they find you? Well, they can certainly check me out on Edie Hand. That's E D I E H A N D dot com on my website. Um, I know I don't have these. A hashtag going on. I guess I need to get that. But I, the main thing is they can check me out on my website. And if anyone wanted to email me a question about something, they could do it at edie edmayhand at gmail dot com. No, 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 don't, 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 don't give out. We'll, we'll, we'll put up a link so people can contact you. Don't give away your email okay. on air. 
Okay. You don't. Okay. <laughs> with some of the stuff, that, we've had that, emails to ask. <laughs> <laughs> that was not easy. I'm talking over the top. I'm like, don't say that. Um, you might. I, I don't trust that you're not going to get pictures and people saying, send this to your son. Um, oh, I just, Lord, we've please. had some very naughty listeners. Very, very naughty listeners. Um, well, I do they don't want to send it to an old woman because, yeah, yeah. I call the police <laughs> if they send me bad stuff. <laughs> the. Uh, I do want to say LA's Lip Squad is doing a pop-up with a dress barn at uh, 21780 Eucalyptus Avenue in Moreno Valley, California. It's tomorrow, Saturday, March 17th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Dress Barn is offering 25% on all regular price merchandise in the store. If you guys don't win the 24-hour lip stuff or the 24-hour Lip Squad, go get some because this stuff really does work. Um, if you guys have a question for Miss Edie that does not relate to Link, I'm talking to you girls on Twitter that keep texting or writing me, please, you can contact Miss Edie. We will put a link up to her website. And if you guys do want to check out Link, you can check him out in Ghosted. Uh, Miss Edie, I look forward to hearing all about your event coming up. I think it's wonderful. I think mentoring women in film and television is really, really wonderful because we still don't even make up 25% of, of entertainment. I think that's... I, I know. Think of that. I mean, we have in Nashville, Reese Witherspoon, and, uh, you know, she's she has a, even a little boutique in downtown Nashville, one of her shops. But, you know, she's done a lot for the young women because she's originally from uh, Nashville and, and it, that is her main residence, of course. But even though she has a home, I, I'm sure in Los Angeles also. But she, I, she does. I she's do got know that she's done a lot to mentor young women. And I hope if anybody's interested, they will check out the SwiftSummit.net. And if you're in the area and would love to come by, and we are having special rates uh, for these kids and. Uh, their parents and so that we can hopefully help them make a difference or connect them with resources. We have goodie bags that have resources to help them not only within, you know, across the South of what we have. And, you know, you've made, it's different in Hollywood. It's different um, in New York, but in the South, um, uh, I tell this, that we, we don't drink a lot in the South. We sip. So we kind of do the same way with our information. We gather it slowly. <laughs> I like that. Guys, check it out. Um, Miss Edie, hopefully I, I'd love to see the, the Swift Awards televised. Hopefully that can happen. We have come to the end of our show. We have about one minute left. Miss Edie Hand, thank you so much for being on the show and joining us this week. You're welcome. And, Paul, it's nice to meet you over the air. As you. I will introduce you to Paul next time you're in town. Guys, check out Paul on the Militant Moderate. Uh, he is the most liberal conservative or conservative liberal, I'm not sure, that you yeah, will ever be I. in your life. <laughs> but check him out on the Militant Moderate. Uh, you can find it on Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube. We will put up a link. I'm Summer Helene with my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin, on with Miss Edie Hand. This was Behind the Scenes. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.